Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no frost. All our new stories are served up to you totally uncooked. We give them to you raw. The way we get them is the way you get it. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, and join me for the next few minutes. My name is Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me for another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. Of course, I'm your host, Ted Greer, and uh, welcome on this Saturday, August 22nd, 2020. Well, since the last time that I have joined uh, my listening audience, uh, there has a lot that has happened in this world today. Frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I am totally astonished at the uh, history that's being made in America after so many uplifting and so many tragic events have taken place. You know, I can uh, remember four years ago when uh, uh, President 45 got in the office four years ago. And there was a particular interview that I saw on the uh, TV One, Roland Martin, that made me want to uh, play uh, this video before I before I get into uh, any uh, serious content. But everybody by now has watched the way that uh, 45 has pretty much run this uh, uh, country into the ground, and that we have now became the uh, laughing stock. Uh, country pretty much of the world and um, this interview I, I, I saw four years ago uh, made me want to play this so to uh, enlighten you guys and inform you on what was said four years ago compared to what is happening right now in the White House let's listen in to uh, the issue at hand. Y'all have already been talking about it. We've been discussing it right here on TV One. After yesterday's despicable news conference by President Donald Trump, I was in my car uh, trying to decide what is it that I wanted to listen to uh, to put into proper context my feelings about what we heard. And I thought back uh, to the first black woman elected from the South since Reconstruction, uh, Congresswoman Barbara Jordan of Houston. Here's what she had to say in 1973 at the Watergate hearings. Earlier today, we heard the beginning of the preamble to the Constitution of the United States. We the people. It's a very eloquent beginning. But when that document was completed on the 17th of September in 1787, I was not included in that we the people. I felt somehow for many years that George Washington and Alexander Hamilton just left me out by mistake. But through the process of amendment, interpretation, and court decision, I have finally been included in We the People. Today, I am an inquisitor. And hyperbole would not be fictional and would not overstate the solemnness that I feel right now. My faith in the Constitution is whole, it is complete, and I am not going to sit here and be an idle spectator to the diminution, the subversion, 
the destruction of the Constitution. Sybil, just like Congresswoman Barbara Jordan, I will not be an idle spectator to avoid white supremacists sitting in the White House. I will not be an idle spectator to see Donald Trump walk in the footsteps of Republican Herbert Hoover, who led the Lily White movement when he was president from 1929 to 1933. I will not sit idly by to see Donald Trump act like Democrat. Uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson, one of the most violent racists we've ever had served in the office of the president. The fact of the matter is yesterday's news conference was shameful. It was despicable. It was it was him giving the middle finger to black people, to Jews, to Hispanics, to Asians, to women's, to white people of conscience. This is a president who has no shame. He is an immoral leader. Now, I know some people out there will say, well, he was elected. But yes, but guess what? Wilson was elected. So was Hoover was elected and other races who have served in that particular White House. What this man has done by lining himself with neo-Nazis and with white supremacists is shameful and should not go unchecked. But it's not just a question of going unchecked. It go, we must do more than simply tweet and comment on Facebook. This is a challenge. This is a declaration of war. Tom, for 398 years, black folks have been fighting this country to ensure that it lives up to its ideals. For 398 years, we made it perfectly clear we're not going to sit idly by and allow ourselves to be embarrassed and run over and shamed by white supremacists. This is the one. Now, this is exactly what has been going on, ladies and gentlemen, since uh, 45 has been in office you've seen the uh, shameful speeches you've seen the, uh, the, uh, the the lack of knowledge of uh, knowing how to run a country you've seen him be on the uh, white supremacist side pretty much during his entire uh, a presidency uh, for the United States of America we've seen him um, overturn rulings that was uh, brought down by uh, black judges or and black governors who didn't want to uh, comply with some of his uh, idiocy. Now you hear Roland Martin talking about this four years ago and saying how he's not going to uh, stand for it. Well, that's one thing that I can say since uh, 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 he's uh, since that comment was made, some strides that we have made. Uh, in America, but yet at the uh, at the blood and tears of a lot of uh, Black Americans, such as uh, George uh, Floyd. But let me uh, continue with this. 90th anniversary of the first black newspaper, Freedom's Journal, which was founded in March 1827. In their Lee editorial, they wrote, we wish to plead our own cause. Too long have others spoken for us. This is a moment where we don't need anybody else to speak for us. We can speak with clarity and with precision as to exactly what is required of us. And what this requires, it requires alphas and kappas and omegas and sigmas, iotas, a.k.a.s, deltas, zetas, sigma gamma rho, the links. It requires the, the Prince Hall Masons. It requires me by me. It requires people of conscience to stand up, whether you are bougie, whether you are grassroots, whether you are, in, what, 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 no matter where you are, it requires black people and other people of conscience to say we're going to oppose any effort to go back to the days of Jim Crow, to go back to the days after Reconstruction when you had the Redeemer movement by Democrats, with the Lily White movement by white folks as well in this country on the Republican side. We have seen this before, and every time it has happened, we fought back. 
And what that means is it's time for folks to stand up and mobilize and organize. It means that when it comes to the ballot box, I don't care who you are. I don't want to hear anybody say my vote does not matter. Because when you see a white supremacist at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, all you need, that's the only proof you need to show your vote does indeed matter. What that means is we need people in Virginia and Tennessee and Mississippi and Alabama and Texas and Georgia and Florida and Illinois and California and Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania to say enough is enough. What it means for us to go to city council meetings, county commissioner meetings, state meetings, go to the governor's mansion and say we are going to rain a holy hail down on any politician who stands with Donald Trump. If you think we are playing, you're wrong. The previous generation of baby boomers, they stood up. Our grandmothers and grandfathers stood up. Our mothers and fathers stood up. It is time for Gen X and Gen Y and millennial generation to stand up and say we are going to take this fight on and go after anybody who stands in our path. I will not stand idly by and listen to Donald Trump anymore. I will not listen to a man who is an immoral leader. I will not listen to anybody, whether they are black Republican, who agrees with him, who voted for him, who continues to apologize for him. And you will be name checked, you will be embarrassed, and you will not be invited to anything that involves black people. Mm. It is time for us to call people out. It is time for us to realize that we cannot wait. In 2018, we're going to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Dr. King being assassinated. We're going to focus on the 50th anniversary of the Coronel Commission's report on the race riots in 1967. Do understand this as a moment where people are going to have to decide whose side they are on. Are you on the side of righteousness? Or are you on the side of bigotry? Are you on the side of just people? Or are you on the side of white supremacists? There is not going to be any any effort to say I can stand on either one. And I don't care who you are, if you are Republican or Democrat, you have been served notice. Mm -hmm. If you stand with this man, if you support white nationalist policies, we are going to take you out at the ballot box and put people of conscience in. Heather Hayes is going to be buried today. She is a 21st century version of Viola Uzo, a white woman from Michigan who died trying to help black folks to vote. This is not a black thing or Hispanic thing or Asian thing. It's a conscious thing. This is a battle for the soul of America. And like the Tuskegee Airmen said, we'll fight to the last hour, to the last minute, to the last second. We will fight, fight, fight. Number 45, game. Now, I can remember watching that uh, televised uh, uh, news from uh, News One Now on uh, Roland Martin. And uh, now seeing today and, and, th and going back to that uh going back to that news interview and looking at where we are today shows that uh, some of the things that uh, Rhoda Martin was uh, um, uh, talking about and trying to make us aware of has transpired today, but it has been a great cost. I mean, we've lost uh, many uh, uh, black citizens um, because of this president that's in office and, and the uh the attitude and, and the uh uh energy that he has gave to uh white supremacy has uh, shown itself in america but we have been controlling a lot of things since that has went not went on you know but it uh, like i say again at great cost 
I mean, Black Lives Matter now. I'm making great strides between uh, the uh, uh, the inequality and, and the uh, misuse and the uh, prejudice that has been going on in America to uh, uh, Black America and Hispanics. Uh, like I say, the murder of uh, George Floyd just out opening this guy just uh, sitting back and uh, uh, relaxing and uh, killing George Floyd as it was uh, an everyday thing. Like he, just like he was sitting at the table eating uh, uh, breakfast. And America just sat back and watched the life being squeezed out of uh, this man's body. But uh, we're getting some, we're getting some justice and some, um, and the family is getting some restitution behind uh, this senseless killing. And going back to when uh, his, his speech where he talked about, now you see why your vote counts, why you need to stand up and uh, put an end to the tyranny of this uh, president and all the bigotry that goes along with it. I don't have to give you examples, or at least I think I shouldn't have to give you of uh, the examples or receipts uh, necessary for this type of action. Now, I've always been an advocate saying, listen, we didn't, uh, we didn't put 45 in office. Black votes didn't do that. So why should it take black votes to uh, get him out of office? Why are... Uh, the necessary uh, uh, agendas that black folks want to be addressed are not being uh, addressed in the uh, Democratic uh, presidential candidate that's run running right now, which is uh, 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 Jim Crow Joe. And a lot of people are saying that, okay, well, we need to... Uh, He's the lesser of two evils, so let's uh, vote him in and uh, get uh, 45 out. Well, y'all already know my opinion on, on the subject of uh, the lesser of two evils. An evil is an evil. Period. Where, where does the theory that's going to help black America comes in at um, accepting the lesser of two? And in this case, my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, there, there is no uh, lesser. There's, there's two evils, two great evils. We already know the evil that uh, Joe Biden has done and, uh, in his career as a politician. You've seen and witnessed the uh, uh, the evil of uh, President 45 and what he's capable of since he's been in office. I'm not going to offer my opinion on, on uh, what you should do with your precious vote. You know, I'm going to leave that up to you. All I know is a lot of the uh, issues that need to be addressed for black America we're not going to get out out of either uh, presidential candidate. You know, 
in my opinion, we're going to get, uh, we're going to keep uh, known racist uh, and supporter of uh, white supremacists in office. Or are we going to get somebody that um, just is worse? That's why I think that we should continue to move forward with the way that we're moving with uh, 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 Black Lives Matter and, and other organizations to get the real uh, issues addressed, like reparations. This country is refusing under any circumstances to pay reparations. This country is refusing to quit mishandling the coronavirus because that's what they've been doing ladies and gentlemen since it has come around misusing the the, the uh uh the the the, the sickness the uh economic uh, uh issues uh, behind it. and then i know a lot of you are questioning me then uh teddy g what are we to do you tell me what should we do. I know what we should do. But everybody is listening to uh, individuals saying, oh, well, let's concentrate on Trump. Were you concentrating on Trump when uh, uh, he was in his uh, uh, campaigning for, uh, for the office of presidency? What were you campaigning and what were you doing while he was in office? There's some people who I'd like to ask that question, but I can't. I'd sure like to ask Ahmaud Avery that opinion. I would sure love, love to ask Breonna Taylor uh, her opinion. That list goes on and on of opinions that I, can, I would appreciate and love to hear from now, but I can't. I'm not going to go off on no tangent like I want to. I'm just trying to uh, make you guys aware of where we was then four years ago when he got elected in the office and where we are for four years after he didn't have his presidency and the next election is up. And yet still, I don't see anything that is pertinent to uh, changing things in America for black Americans. You guys sit down there and y'all ponder this and, 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 and then uh, come back to me with your, uh, your comments and your views. And I'll read them over the air and, and we'll play them and we'll see what type of uh, answers that y'all got to the solutions of the problem of black America because that frankly ladies and gentlemen that's my major concern what are we going to do how we're going to do it and we need to start doing it now you know I appreciate you guys listening to a, uh, another episode of Teddy G and uh, on my next episode tomorrow I'll be looking to uh, forward to hearing your guys' 
answers to uh, some of these uh, problems, if not all of them, y'all got them addressed in an intelligent manner. I'm not going to read any vulgarity or any profanity. Keep your uh, keep your comments uh, um, clean and, uh, and and to the point. So we can have a real, true conversation about this, uh, about uh, the future of Black America. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Teddy G, and I'll be in check with you guys uh, tomorrow.